Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three of the Medical Device English's podcast. This is Chris Truder, leading communications and medical device expert in Japan. Hey, if you haven't registered for my six week mastermind class to get certified to teach medical device English to companies in Japan, please go to medicaldeviceenglish.com forward slash ask after listening to this podcast and get signed up today. This certification program normally sells for $497, but if you go and register today, you can get free access. Yes, free access. All you have to do is submit a question asking me, what is the number one thing you want to learn in an English certification course to teach medical device companies in Japan. It will start on Sunday night in Japan on September 27th. So don't miss out as this free offer will only last for a few more days. So anyway, tonight is very special. I'm interviewing a friend and CEO of a company. So I well, I'm really looking forward to this. This is the first time I've interviewed someone for this podcast. So please sit back and enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to interview a great friend of mine, Tepe Ikeda. He is an entrepreneur, trainer, business coach, and the CEO of Philosophia Japan. Tepe, welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to have a good conversation with you. Yeah, it's so good to have you. I was looking at your bio and was just amazed at some of the companies that you have worked with in the past. Citibank, Exxon, Disney, American Express, Johnson & Johnson. That is an impressive list. Thank you. Thank you. But it's, it took a while to get the contact with all the big corporations. They have a restriction to choose the vendors. It's a sudden step. So lots of paperwork and then takes so much, way too much time to build the credibility. But it's worth the pursue, yeah. Well, I'd like to, to uh, ask you some more questions. I, I imagine, yeah, working with these big companies, there's a lot of paperwork. So I guess my first question would be, do you like working with big companies or do you prefer working with, with smaller companies? Well, when I, I mean, can, can I start by how I started business? I started with helping for small companies and small clients, but the ID bubble boss and this many of my clients got the bank locked and then they couldn't pay my subsidies. So that is a trigger point to change my business plan. If anything happened, if we deal with a good clients, a big clients, never going down, never pay me late. So never cause any cash flow problems. So I decided to provide the services of big corporations. It's about 20 years ago. Okay. So, yeah, it was while to work with them. So, but before that, you worked in corporations. I, I yeah, I used to work in a corporation. I was I used to work in a bank, and okay. I used to work in an IT service company. I'm a CEO. I'm a I was a founder of the company, 
But I struggled after that, and then I become a freelance independent consultant. I'm basically one of vendor of a big learning and consultation company. I was one of the individual contributor, freelancer of the company. So I'm providing service under other brand name. Okay. So what, let me ask you, what motivated you to leave the, the bank, a big, you know, corporate job and go independent, start your own company? Well, I was happy, but Asian currency crisis is a kick me out. It's a bank asked me to leave with a certain package. So I cannot have a corporate job. And then I thought about it, joining for other company, but because Asian currency crisis, all the uh, factors stopped me to do for join the corporation. So, but I have a good package, so I can invest in something. I started my own. This is going to be a good opportunity. Why not try it a couple of years? If it doesn't work well, back to corporate. So that's why my original plan. So what was the first company you started? Was that? Actually, I joined as is a managing director of IT, consult, of IT consultant services which is providing for system integrations and providing some telephony systems, but I don't have any IT background, but I'm a business person. I can build a business. I'm a salesperson. I create a business and I bring to revenue and I invest a company. So they are welcoming as a partners and managing directors. And then I started as a number five person, but within the two years, I brought revenue and I became a biscuit number two in, in a company. So how long, uh, so you helped find, find that company or they brought you in as a managing They director? already, they actually, they already found it in a company, but okay. they're looking for some business partner who can build a business. So I started from scratch. So when I joined them, my salary is based on to the performance. I'm almost, my salary is almost the same as other employees. Okay. But my responsibility bring the business and to build the business. And if I can bring the business, they pay me in as an option or stocks and then bonus. So I just climb up. It's a small company. When I join, it's only for 15. So after two years, it's become 40 members. So I become number two. And how long did you uh, work there? About four years. Okay. And then did you, what you do after that? Did you start another company? And then, well, the long story short, that company was a very successful, even IT bubble burst. And then my view, my vision is just do starting for system integration in a mobile phone. But the owner and the other managing director is to stick to the telephony. So we have a different view and different future vision. I say I quit and then I start my own. I provide for some software, mobile application software company about 20 years ago, but that didn't go well. <laughs> and then I but basically what, lost, what was I the- lost everything. Oh, wow. So what was the struggle? Why was that? 
Why did that happen, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a telephony and a mobile phone industry is a total different. Okay. And then totally new market. No uh, good vendors existing. It's a, it was a blue ocean market. So I thought that uh, it was really good. But uh, nobody understood my concept. And then they say, oh, that's a very ideal. That's a very interesting. But uh, nobody bought Nobody bought my service. Nobody bought my applications. And then I thought like, uh, I thought I could get investors' money easily because the previous experience within the two years, I got uh, number two in the small IT companies. Yeah. And then from that, uh, only for a few 400,000 US revenue to, I brought it up to the 9 million US revenue company. Not only for me, but I was, how can I say, I was a little bit stupid. I thought like I was so smart. I, I, I think I, I thought like I was genius. I could do so many things. So I said goodbye for that company and it started on. And then I hit the bottom. Actually, I went down. I borrowed the money from the loan company, the bank, and didn't go well. And then eight months, and then I quit. Eight months, I lost everything. I lost the credibility. <laughs> I didn't build anything. I was a kick out of home. I was a kick out of office. Basically, I didn't have a place to stay. It's everything go, went under. Everything went under. Then I was... Damn, I shouldn't have quit. And then I was working with the IT company. Well, yeah, so how did, you, how did you pivot? What, what did you do? How did you turn things I, around? I regretted that, but I have to survive, right? Yeah. So I, I started knocking door to everyone I knew. Everyone I knew. But the IT company, I have a signed contract. I, I couldn't do it for do the same thing. Same, I couldn't approach the same clients and all that. I signed a contract already. So basically, I asked everyone, if you have anything to do, can I work for three hours? Can I work for three hours? Can I do? And then one of the person, my it friend. was IT. Same IT. No, no, IT. It's like out of blue. Okay. The person uh, from States, he's from Atlanta, Georgia. He's a Korean-American guy. And he used to work in for information service company. And I used to be the banker. So I know some contact. So he, I met him and he said, oh, one of my friends, my, uh, my church friend, I think he was looking for someone who can speak English and Japanese. And he introduced me. Okay. And that, that guy is actually for learning, uh, learning solution company. That's what I'm doing now. And it provided training and provided workshop, provided coaching. So I met him. And then I, I think I, I did about 40 or 50 interviews. And I couldn't <laughs> find a proper job. And then he said, like, uh, okay, so what did you do and all that? Then I shouldn't hide what I'm doing. I told him, actually, I'm, I don't have any place to stay right now. I'm living day by day. 
but I do my best if you give a chance. So, and then actually he went through the same kind of things before when he was young in twenties, he got the bankruptcy and he was struggling. Yeah. So he said, I understand your situation. So if you can do this work and then it's fit, maybe I keep you asking to come back again. So is it okay to start from scratch hold that uh, project base? So it's a better than nothing, right? So I said, yes. And then I sign up for that small project. So that's how it started. And so when was that? Is that your current company or? No, it's, uh, it's several years ago. It's, it's not it's more than several years ago. It's about almost 20 years ago. Okay, okay. Well, so fast forward now. Now you're the CEO of Philosophia Japan. If I hope I'm saying that right. Is that the right yes. pronunciation? Uh, tell me, how did you start this business? And so, make a long story okay. short, and then I start for the, the project. It's uh, providing from some training, sales training, also like a leadership training type of a business. So he asked me to do the job as a facilitator. Okay. So he sent he sent me to learn a content in the states and Singapore, and a trainer's training. So after learning the contents, how to deliver the program, I learned. And then I noticed that I was ignorant. I don't know how to run a company. I know I don't know how to read a team. I don't know how to communicate to the clients. And then that was a, a pivot point. And then I saw this is good. This is going to be helpful. And I keep doing that. I keep doing the project. I keep doing the project. I keep doing the project. Then one time, out of blue, one of the clients asked me, Tepe-san, I don't need to deal with that company anymore. I want to deal with you. Can you do that? And then I talked to the guy, and then he asked me for this. This is not related to you. So is it okay to do that on the side? But he said, all right, go ahead. I'm happy for you that the client's happy for to doing that. So, and then I started this as a freelance and to individual uh, contractor to starting to provide training. And then uh, maybe like a four or five years ago, they need a company to contract. They cannot do for the work with freelance. So they need a company names. So I asked that this same guy, same, same friend that I can use for his company name and I can pay for that uh, 10% that using his company and then 90% is a quite good revenue, right? So I started that. But after a while, uh, he said, it's, like, it's better for you to find your company because you got so much business going on. So then I found a company four years ago awesome so now you said something that that's really something i believe in when i teach my followers my customers is that when you're trying to start your own business you can't do it alone so you no, cannot you had, cannot cannot all right you I mean, had this guy it's, that just, it's, yeah it's almost impossible if, if you're working for the company and then you are creating credibility and also uh, your reputation already. 
And then many of clients say, oh, if you become an independent, are we going to help you? But nine out of 10, they don't keep the promises. <laughs> Only one out of 10, like, oh, you're independent. We can do that. But the nine out of 10 say, sorry, you become independent. Well, I want to do the business with you, but our company, our company policy cannot do that. So what would be your advice? To my listeners who are thinking about leaving the company job, starting their own business, that seems pretty scary. It's like, well, if, what, what would be your advice to them that were thinking about going? Well, before you be like a total independent, it gradually to, to find like a good working partner like I did to like a people who are willing to help you to be independent. But in a while, like uh, you, you need a revenue. You, you have to generate a revenue. You have to create the certain cells. But it's a find that the good partners to working with, and partially you can do your own business, and partially do the working with the partners. For example, like Chris, for example, your company is providing some training or to the coaching, but you have to create a contents. Maybe freelance independent uh, contributors, uh, freelance is coming up to you. Oh, Chris, I'm going to help you to make uh, your slides or make a document. Is it helpful for you? And then you outsource him, right? So he can make a revenue at the same time. He make a credible with you working with the same client. So it gradually, they grow together. So if the pie is big enough, I can share. So that's uh, a good way to start. But another way to become uh, independent, you have a very good promise, good business plan, and a business idea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You, that, that's, I agree. And you brought up, up a very important point about freelancing. We live in this digital time now. There are so many websites and freelancers out there that can help you do your business. Because one thing I've learned as an entrepreneur starting my own business is that I tend to become overwhelmed thinking that I have to do everything. Mm. And it, because I, and partly is because as an entrepreneur, I want to do everything. I want to learn everything, but I learned very quickly that's impossible. And now you could you can get people to do your PowerPoint presentations, to make your videos, to do your content. There's so many amazing people out there that can help you yeah. do your business and who are also, you know, working independently. So it's a very exciting time. So find a good partner is a critical. Mm. At the moment, like under philosophy of Japan, we have uh, well, we signed about me 14 different nationalities are working for me, but mainly it's regularly every month, at least on five people is working for me. Someone do the administration job, some, someone doing for the email response, and someone for the, the marketing, someone for like implement, so it's a certain type of uh, workshop. So outsource. The important part of the entrepreneur is to think about the business plan, think, uh, think about a core value, what, difference, what kind of things that you differentiate to the world, what kind of things you can contribute to clients. That's the most important job as an entrepreneur. 
And the other things you coordinate and you ask other people do. Great. Well, you know, this podcast that I've started, I'm helping English teachers in Japan to get certified to teach English to medical device companies. Mm. And as a part of that certification process and helping people to become more independent in Japan, with your company, are there any opportunities for English teachers who become more skilled at training and teaching? You know, if you have any yeah, I mean, you feel free to share. Yeah, I mean, today, in the yesterday, this week, a project, at least one, two, three, four, five assistant trainers. Was One is a PhD, an engineer, but he wanted to do for teaching. One is a who used to be an English teacher, teacher in States and Japan and China. She's, she's a Chinese. She's helping, helping now. Uh, also... Uh, the American who got married with a Japanese husband, she's helping She's helping me. So they are all free, independent freelancer, but uh, they have uh, their own agenda. They have to raise the kids, so they have to help the husband in business. So, But they have a print of time, or they have a certain time, limited time. But I'm not a Japanese company. I, I don't ask them to come to the office every day. Yeah. And so they like to work with me because like, they have a printer of free time and then they can input their ideas and then make their concept realize under my my company. So that's why, well, some one person become a pregnant and she's away right now. But at least maybe we, we're using like a 10 different English, English teacher, sort of, or like a tra- trainers and a consultant. That is awesome. Well, thank you, Tepei, CEO of Philosophy of Japan. If uh, you know, check him out. Can uh, what's your website? People can, can well, check it, it, yeah, that philosophyofjapan.com or philosophyofjapan.jp. There are so many informations, and also I can share with uh, my Twitters and Facebook. Yeah, please Instagram do. Instagram with a class, and then you can find me anywhere. But that you can type in a Google, Tepe Ikeda, maybe they have, you, you, you have many, well, so much information in the web. I published two books already. I was a TED, TEDx speaker. And then... And a Toastmaster. And Toastmaster, so you, you can find me easily. And in a LinkedIn as well. Yes, yeah, so we hope to see you in the uh, the uh, Japan Championship for world <laughs> speaking uh, next year. So I'm I'm looking forward about that. I was I was I was struggling though. <laughs> but well, maybe I'll be there too. So yeah, one last thing. One last thing I want to say that maybe like the time is kind of limited. Yeah. One last thing. Actually, idea is very cheap. Yeah. Implementation is a key. So find a good partners. Find a good partners to work with. That's uh Okay, find a good partner. And one yeah. last question. Last question. Yeah. Yes. yes. If I have an idea, find a good partner. What's your final advice on not giving up? How do I continue and not give up? If I think well, I have a good yourself. idea. 
<laughs> believe in yourself, but try it out. Even that your idea is good, but the timing was wrong, it didn't do well. My idea when I become independent, it's a gateway solution on mobile phone. Everybody's now using the Sika, everybody using for that barcode in, on smartphone right now. Yeah. That was my idea 20 years ago, but nobody understands. But now everybody's <laughs> doing it. Yeah. So is timing is also important. And then uh, what a small success. If your idea is really good, but it cannot generate the revenue, you're going to die. So small success and keep winning for small winning, small wins, and then eventually your big ideas going to be flourishing. All right. Thank you, Tepe. So it was great talking to you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again. Good luck with your business. Keep growing and change yeah. the world. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again to my episode three Medical Device English podcast. Until next time, have a great day, great weekend, and stay safe. Goodbye, everyone.